You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. episode of Unapologetic, and I am your host, Stacey Smith. Thank you for joining us this evening. It's always good to be back in the studio. And of course, I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Mr. Rayshon Payne. Hey, hey, hey. Hello, Ray. What's going on? Hey, Ray722 on Instagram. Uh, yeah, months ago. <laughs> I got rid of that page. Well, but... it's still up there. He's just not active. Uh, well, yeah, if y'all want to go and see my crazy page that I ain't been using in a while. Hey, Ray, 722. That's where I be. Okay, so let's talk about why you decided to, well, stop using Instagram. Because you didn't deactivate it. You're just not active on it. So why did you yeah, stop? It's de- I thought I deactivated it. I'm trying to deactivate it. I'm just tired of social media. I want to live in real world. So interestingly enough, I deactivated my Facebook account. So Rayshon and I had a conversation about the effects of social media mm-hmm. on our own like mental health, right? Mm-hmm. Mental, emotional, all that, right? Self-esteem, all right, that. all of that. Mm-hmm. And we've done, you know, that topic before on the show. And yep. so we actually were like going through it. So this is what's interesting. So Rayshon deleted Instagram because he felt like it was like affecting him and he needed a fresh start, right? And I deactivated Facebook and I was going to deactivate Instagram as well. Now, this is what was interesting that I didn't share with you, Rayshon, but I'm going to share with you and our listeners right now is that I noticed that Facebook was the social media account that I was having issues with in terms of my emotional and mental health and self-esteem. And I'm going to explain why. So Instagram, I've been fine. Mm -hmm. Um, But Facebook was affecting me because all of my friends and family members are on Facebook, right? And now I'm at an age where everyone is having children and they are they're married. And so they're posting all of these things about their lives, you know, whether it's like their kids' first steps, uh, their kids' basketball games, their anniversaries, their vacations, vacations, like all of this like super family-oriented stuff mm-hmm. that I desire to have. And it made me feel some type of way because I'm like, well, how come I don't have that yet? And it would sadden me. Now, interestingly. Instagram, I made a conscious decision uh, over a year ago to unfollow certain accounts that I noticed affected my self-esteem. So now I only see what I choose to see in my newsfeed. But on Facebook, you're not going to go around just unfriending all of your friends that are married and have children, right? Mm -hmm. So for me, Instagram wasn't the issue. It was Facebook. And I've noticed Mm -hmm. that I've been at a much more peaceful place and pleasant place since I deactivated my Facebook account. So I just thought that was interesting to share. Yeah, well, with me, with Instagram, I remember I did this last year. Like, I took a three-month break from Instagram. First, I did it to see if I could do it because I found myself having to check Instagram every day, all day, and it was it was consuming my life. And I'm like, no, let me live in real life. Because I get, like you said, with Facebook, you know, you it's 
you get constantly reminded of the things that you one don't have. With me, I got tired of fake on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Everybody is posting what they want to be rather than what they are. Mm-hmm. Any picture I posted of myself, you saw me at work. Because that's what I did. I'm mm-hmm. not out here trying to be more. I'm not out here living the Bow Wow Challenge. And there was too many people who that was their way of life on Instagram was the Bow Wow Challenge. And, like, I knew they were fake, but they still posted it on there. And then they knew they were fake, but still going with it. Everyone was living a lie on Instagram. And I'm like, no, what? No, I ain't about to get into this. So, yeah, I may go back. I may not. I don't know. Well, but, yeah, I mean, to each their own. And I kept fakes, and it's so interesting. You got to read Instagram. And, you mean Facebook? Yeah, you got rid of Facebook. I got her Instagram. I'm still on Facebook. The only reason why I'm really on Facebook is because it allows me to keep tabs on a lot of people that otherwise I would not know nothing about. Like, I got family on Facebook that I just, because I don't post nothing. Right. So I'm just up there watching them. Like, I got brothers, sisters that I reconnected with on Facebook. So that's the only reason why now I'm keeping it. But Instagram, you, but Stacey always makes sure she keeps me very abreast mm-hmm. on the craziness that goes on well, on the ground. You know so, I have to, so I also have to uh, let our listeners know what's going on because that's why you guys tune in to get the tea, right? So let's mm-hmm. hop right into it because that's what we do on Unapologetic. Let's get into this celebrity and pop culture news. All right, so so many things have happened uh, this week. One of the things that uh, happened this week is um, – Kamala Harris dropped out of the presidential race. Rayshon, how do you feel about that? Uh, I kind of figured she was going to do it, believe it or not. Because nobody really, I liked her, but she didn't have a lot of people who liked her. Yeah. It wasn't a lot of people. Like, and it was so crazy. Like, no matter what she said, people just did not like her. So, um, I was happy when I heard she was running, but yeah, I, 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 yeah. So. Well, you know, it was always good, you know, to see another woman. Absolutely. Um, especially uh, a look a soror. Shout out to Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority mm-hmm. Incorporated. Um, <laughs> so it it was it was nice to see a woman yeah. that you know looked like me running mm-hmm. for president. Absolutely. I always say if Michelle Obama ran for president, I vote for. Her. So you know that was like a step towards you know my ideal presidential candidate. So, but I mean, shout out to she came a long way. You know what I mean? Yeah. She she did better than I think she even thought. So I mean, bow out gracefully, I guess. Yeah. Well, bow thank you, uh, Shirley Chisholm. Yeah, for paving the way Absolutely. for Kamala Harris as well mm. as Hillary Clinton and so many other women that are to come that will run for president because I know more women will run. This is only the beginning, right? Yes, I hope so. I mean, again, if when Michelle Obama announces her being for president candidacy, I'm there. All right. Well, speaking of presidential uh, candidates, presidential candidate Cory Booker announced the first federal bill to ban natural hair discrimination. Now, this is a big deal. I saw something about that, but I, I for some reason I didn't think it was real. So it's go ahead. Real. So it's, this is real. This is real. Okay. And you know, it's interesting because I don't think people understand how actually this goes on. How often this happens? So many people are discriminated against because of their locks. Uh, their braids, beards, like so uh, many. Yeah, real seriously. Real. Like Rayshawn rocks right, his, right. his beard extra that, thick. That beard, you know, that's man. his thing. And you have told me yourself or you have had issues with employers that had issues with your beard. Nuh-uh. It's like, nah. Yes, I have. Yeah, <laughs> and then recently, Gabrielle Union, this is another uh, hot topic uh, this week. You know, she recently uh, was terminated from her position 
with America's Got Talent. <sighs> and they were saying that behind the scenes, they had issues with her, her ever hair. changing yeah, hairstyles. They were crazy. considered too black. That was crazy. Like, I hated to read that story because I'm like, well, I- I'm really reading this in 2019. This is something that's really happening. In 20, yeah, it is. Like that, that, that was crazy. Yeah, yeah. So shout out to Senator Cory Booker. Absolutely. Now he's still in the race. He, he is. Yeah. Yes. That that was my other choice right there, Mr. Booker. Is him and uh, what's her name still together? Since we talking about hot topics, uh, uh, Rosario Dawson. Yes. yes. As far as I know, they really? are still going strong. Can y'all see her as being our first lady? I could. You know, she's actually really involved in a lot of um, great projects in terms of giving back um, and and donating as well as, um, you know, giving her time and efforts into a lot of causes. So I think she's actually like a a great potential first lady. And it don't hurt that she's pretty as hell, too, so. Well, it doesn't hurt that she's easy on the eyes. So, to the bookers. Well, they just dating. They're not married. But, you know, that's a good look for the both of them. Yes, yes. Now, speaking of couples, okay, so if you are like us and you follow love and hip-hop, then you know the whole scandal about Little Fizz and April Jones, a.k.a. Omarion's children's mother. And his former B2K bandmate. <laughs> former BFF. <laughs> so, okay. So this is what's really interesting about it. So if you guys, you know, don't know about it. So for everybody who was a B2K fan, you already know Amarion Ratsby, Jay Boog, and Little Fizz were in B2K together. Amarion and April Jones had children together, two children to be exact. They appeared on Love & Hip Hop together along with Little Fizz because he and Little Fizz were friends. Mm-hmm. Marianne and April Jones break up. Lil Fizz and April have established a friendship that has now turned into a relationship that has mm. turned romantic. I can't even say fellas. People beware that. You know, I guess that's that Kelly Price song, Friend of Mine. I, I think Marianne can relate to that. Okay. <laughs> right so now this is the tea. So the tea uh, is that the millennium tour occurred. Everything seemed to have been cool, right? But behind the scenes, they're saying that there was some underlying friction between Omarion and Little Fizz because of the obvious reasons. Like, you know, is Omarion really going to be okay with his former bandmate and slash friend sleeping with his children's mother? Now, Christian, hold on. I know you're itching. Now, Omarion recently went on Vlad TV said, quote, I feel no ways. He said he's cool. Let them be happy. Let them do them. But then shortly after on Little Fizz's birthday of all days, he announces that he is doing a millennium tour without the rest of B2K. Now, who's on this millennium tour? We have Bow Wow. Shout out to Bow Wow since you brought him up earlier. Soldier Boy. <laughs> is this a challenge? <laughs> and Sammy. And Sammy. Yes, and Sammy. Yin Yang twins are also on the bill along with um Help me out, your favorite group, Pretty Ricky. Pretty Ricky. Pretty Ricky. And now they have just announced Ashanti. So is this the early millennium tour <laughs> that they do? All these acts that come out after 2005. What is, well, I mean, it's, it takes me back. It's very nostalgic. Yes. Is the bounce sponsoring this? What if I, they should be. Oh, uh, yang twins. I, I said, like, I'm thinking, I, 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 you know what I mean? And then you throw a shot to get in there. I don't, I know a couple of dudes that, that they, they don't run to that one now. So this, you know what? I'm not mad at that bill. 
I'm not mad at it either. I, I'm not mad at it. That, 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 that's who you have a Marion. Who you say? Yin Yang Twins. Sammy. Sam, okay. I like Sammy. I don't know nobody else. I bought I like the CD. Like, believe it or not. Oh, Yin Yang. And then I was Shanti. Soldier Boy. Yeah. Oh, Soldier. Mm. Like, Soldier Boy? Soldier Boy? Nah, I'm trying to. Be I, 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 I don't know if I listen to this guy. But, I mean, you know, hey, Lil Fizz, you got served, I guess. I just feel bad for Jay Boog and Rasby. I know. Well, you know, Rasby says he's cool with it because remember, Rasby yeah. left the tour. Right, right, right. He he taking the leave it with Rasby. You know, Paul Knight, he got his issues. We're going to be praying for Rasby. I don't know but, what the industry did to him. But Jay Boog wanted Jay that Boog, bad. Right. He like, man, I got kids to feed out here. I ain't even do nothing. I mean, maybe he could go, you know, be a background dancer on my set. You know, I mean, something like, you know, he didn't really do nothing. Paul thing, but. I don't know. I, I I probably would go to this Millennium Tour. Like this sounds like a good look. Yeah, I'm excited for it. Oh, yeah. All right. Now speaking of the what Millennium, the early Millennium, the early two thousands, look the nine nine <laughs> and the two thousands. Uh-huh. One of my favorite rappers from back in the day, Master P, has just got himself into another business opportunity. When I tell you this man is the ultimate hustler, Rayshawn, this man is coming out with his own ramen noodles. You heard that. Oh, yes. <laughs> Including flavors of creamy uh, chicken gumbo, uh, hot and spicy Cajun shrimp, can... spicy picante chicken, oh, and sirloin picante. steak beefy. No, we're not getting fancy <laughs> with these days. If you just go get them pork chicken and shrimp flavors and get the hell on up out of here and call it a day. He has collaborated with Rap Snacks. You know the Rap Snacks. And I now we rap have Rap Noodles. Oh God! <laughs> you know what? Why isn't this man a billionaire? Like, like, like what was his network? This he, man has done everything, man, right? Don't he got like a cable network, a channel, or something? He played basketball. He like, record label, record obviously, label, right? Movies, all of that. He even had a show on Nickelodeon. Do you remember that? I remember that. Like this man has had his he hand had a shoe? in some and everything. He man. had his own shoe. Yeah, forget about that. And now Raymond Noodles. And yes. you know y'all gonna love, love Robin. You know what? I ain't gonna lie. I do too. When I find out how to eat them, right? You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna lie. There was this girl. She 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 taught me the secret. You gotta put butter for the nice mm-hmm. little thing of butter in them noodles and then put the pot of yeah, man. You can make you a nice little meal with some rice. So he made me on the something. Elevate it. <laughs> hey, I'm I'm for it. Now, don't get crazy. Now, the reason why we love those noodles is because you can get six of them for like a dollar. So don't be trying to up that price, uh, person. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, keep, keep them cheap. All right, let's move on to our next story. So one of your favorite people just got engaged, Rayshawn. Oh, one of your that? favorite reality stars or former reality stars slash Instagram models. That's know. here. Look, that's from right here in the D. I know you were talking about the one, the, the only. one, the only, not the original, delicious, delicious. Oh man, has <laughs> announced her engagement to like, Raymond Santana. Uh, no, Raymond Santana from the Exonerated Five. You know uh, where the whole documentary um on Netflix. Yeah, how they see us. Yeah, how they see us. Yeah, so she and uh, Raymond Santana Delish. are engaged. Wait, is he older? Uh, wait, he younger than her. About the same uh, they're age? probably about the same oh, age. Okay. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm, oh, good job, Delicious. You know, one of Detroit's own Flavor Flavor Noms. They need to do a Flavor Flavor reunion. I'd love to see her and New York hoops all together again. Yeah, that'd see, be a nice... See. 
Yeah, you know what? Do like a flight like after the love type of thing. Like they ain't, you know, all y'all like reality shows anyway. So get like Hoops New York delicious together, how they do, you know, basketball wise and real housewives. Let's see what these ladies is up to nowadays. Well, speaking of engagements in Real Housewives and reality TV, uh, Portia Williams uh, recently announced that she is re-engaged to Dennis McKinley. So if you followed the show, you see that they're right now documenting that he cheated on her, allegedly, and that the engagement was called off. But she recently went on Bravo's What Happens Live and you know announced that they are now re-engaged. Mm-hmm. She just tired of trying to raise that baby by herself. I get it. I, I, I get it. She need a little help. So. Well, speaking of babies and reality stars, Hazel E. from Love & Hip Hop LA, the former cast member, has announced that she is also expecting her first child with her fiancé. Who is that? You know, that is a really good question. Exactly. His name is Devin Waller. I believe he is an athlete, a professional athlete. And I see I was talking about Hazel E. Oh. But that's good to know who he is to. <laughs> well, congratulations. <laughs> yeah, congratulations. Hazel E. There's a lot of people having babies this year. Yeah, that's a lot of people uh, having babies. Uh, what's in the water? That's why I'm drinking soda. I don't know. I don't know. I 2020 water, is going to be a year of a lot of new kids. Now, finally, I'm going to uh, give you this last story before we uh, go into our topic for this evening. Now, this is kind of a disturbing story. Um, but George Zimmerman is actually planning to sue Trayvon Martin's family, as well as the family prosecutors involved in his 2013 murder trial. And apparently he's seeking $100 million. It says that the press release states that George believes that the prosecution's key witness and friend of Trayvon's, Rachel Gentel, was an imposter and fake witness. So he's attempting to sue for $100 million. So, you know, we're not going to even put any more energy into this story, but I just want to make you guys aware of... uh, What's going on? You see, I stopped talking. Because, you know, that's what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to give you guys, you know, yeah, the no, news no. and what's going on. So, um, I was going to say something. I'm just going to keep that coming. Yeah, it's just, it's a very unfortunate situation, but, um, something tells me that that's not going to go mm. very far. All right. Well, I'm going to give a shout out to one of my favorite people in the world, Hove. Yesterday was his birthday. He turned the big 5-0. And in honor of him turning the big 5-0, 50 guys, yes, can't believe Jay-Z is 50. 50? Yes. He released all of his music back on Spotify. Oh, that he did? That he did. What, 50? Jay-Z is 50 years old. Beyonce's husband and slash one of my favorite rappers and entertainers. I don't know about that number. His wife could be 50, but I don't know about but happy birthday, nonetheless, oh, Jay-Z. Gosh. All right. So that's yes. going to wrap up our stories for this evening in terms of our celebrity entertainment news. But when we come back, we're going to give you some of the top stories of 2019. Yeah, so we're going to talk about all the, you know, crazy and fun and sad and, you know, whatever like moments that happened of 2019. The last, last before, year of the decade. Yeah. Before we head into 2020. So Oof. don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. We're back on Unapologetic, and that was Ashanti with Happy, the new, look, the new artist that's been added to the Millennium Tour that Rayshawn's so excited to go on now. Well, not go on, but at least go to the show. Yeah, see Ashanti up there looking all foolish and happy. I'll go see her. 
All right. Well, we're back. We're going to talk about the top stories of 2019. So we're going to let Rayshawn go ahead and start kicking it off. So what do you have? Well, the first story happened in the beginning of the year. Kind of interesting. Um, Y'all may remember this man, Jesse Smollett. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe not. No, some about him. You talking well, about uh, Juicy Smollett? Yeah, Juicy Smollett. Juicy yeah. Smollett. Yeah, that 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 well, French actor wasn't he? <laughs> yeah. Him. Um. Well, back in January twenty ninth of twenty nineteen this year, uh, Jesse Smollett had told police that he was attacked early morning on the three hundred block of the East Lower North Water Street in Chicago's Streeterville by two people. He said that he was physically attacked and they threw racial and homophobic slurs at him and poured an unknown substance on him, which was possibly could be bleach. Um, after I heard this story, I missed, I think you were one of the first people who I read it that you were one of the first people who told me about it. I remember I felt, you know, devastated. I'm like, you know, it, it was a hate attack. You know, against Jesse Smollett. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm thinking we're still doing that because they said that they wrote, uh, they, a rope, everything, mm-hmm. the whole nine. They say he was the gay with F word that rhymes with maggot. Um, and he was the nigga from, you know, Empire, the whole nine. It kind of freaked me out because I'm like, we are still dealing with this in 2019. And then, I mean, he has so much support from celebrities, from social media, everyone, you know, rallying behind this man, only to come find out that weeks later, he was indicted for disorderly conduct consistent of allegedly paying two Nigerian African brothers to stage a fake hate crime assault against him and filing a false police report. Oh, Jesse, Jesse, Jesse. So everything just kind of what you had the whole world believing was true, that you was attacked, turned out to be a lie. Because I'm not going to lie. Allegedly. I'm not going to. Okay. No, they're going to keep this all the way 100. This is what we do on Unapologetic. Stacy is the only person I know on this planet <laughs> who still <laughs> believes that this man is telling the truth. Okay. I'm not even going to front. Because when I look at this story, because I'm like, ho, 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 ho. Okay. Now, I ain't never had nobody put a rope around my neck. But the first thing I'm doing is taking that bitch off. That's just me. And then it was kind of his actions. Because I always like, what what led to people, you know, distrusting his story? For me, it was his actions, like, right after the event had happened. Because if you are, you know, a, the victim of an alleged hate crime, you know, that's traumatic. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't never been through no shit like that before. And I, I don't know nobody who actually has. But your life is on the line there. You ain't running to, you know, media outlets. You ain't on concerts. You ain't calling yourself the gay Tupac. His words, not mine. It was just a lot of stuff that he was doing that was kind of like, bruh, sit down. Like, 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 no, 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 you're lying. Say, what would you go say? Because you, 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 you she, these faces she making, y'all, are hilarious. I wish this was taped. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Look, he was found not guilty. <laughs> That's we all she got. We do not have any proof <laughs> that this man was lying. Uh-huh. I would, you know what it is? I would Come just on. hate to believe that someone would go to such drastic <laughs> measures for attention. Duh. Uh, Miss, I got rid of Facebook, but not Instagram. You should know all the things that people do for attention. That's the place they go for it. 
I would just really hate that he would go to <laughs> such extreme measures. I, I just don't want to believe that. I just don't. And I, and I love her for that, y'all. Like, I'm not even bad at her because, like, I would judge her, go in on her for, like, that. But the fact that she wants to believe that, no, nobody would. I can't hate her for that. She wants to believe the good just, yeah, and just I'm really hoping. But, uh, nah, boo. <laughs> I mean, so, oh, back to my story. So, mm-hmm. Axe Eat, um, cause of that, Jesse kind of lost everything, y'all. He had a few more episodes on that final um, season of Empire. They got rid of him. Uh, Empire came back. He wasn't there no more. Um, so, it, it just did not look good for him. And he kind of can just hang it up from here on out. I mean, have we heard much from him after this? No. I mean, we heard a lot about him, but not a lot from him. So, no. I mean, all time, what did they say? Time heals all wounds. After a while, maybe, you know, we forget and forgive. But as for right now, as of. And I love you, Stacey. For Jesse, call Stacey. She, uh, <laughs> she got, she believe. Tell her your story. She want to hear. Oh, Jesse. Yeah, Jesse. Oh, no. What, what, what was his name again? Juicy Smollett. Juicy Smollett. Yeah, yeah. Shout In case out you to guys him. are wondering, like, where we got that from, catch uh, Dave Chappelle's uh, latest yes. Netflix special. Shout out to the legend, Mr. Chappelle. All right. So this is a sad story that happened in 2019 that, to me, like, changed so many people's lives, and including my own. I, I, I don't think I've been right since this tragedy happened. And it was the murder of Nipsey Hussle. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nipsey Hussle was murdered outside his Marathon Clothing Store in Hyde Park, which is a section in uh, Los Angeles, on March 31st. And he was only 33 years old. And what really made this so disturbing is that the person who murdered him, he knew. I think that's what really, you know, made people feel like. Really, like someone that you knew personally, that this man had taken photos with, had hung out with murdered him uh, in cold blood in broad daylight. And, you know, so many people were, you know, there at his service um, that was so large that it had to be held at the uh, Staples Center in Los Angeles. Um, It was attended by Beyonce, Jay-Z, Snoop Dogg, a performance by Stevie Wonder, and even uh, former President Obama sent a letter um, honoring him as well as uh, Minister Farrakhan spoke at the service as well. And so it was just a really sad moment because Nipsey was doing so many positive things in his community um, as well as, you know, I know Rayshon hates this term, but for the culture, you know. <laughs> but seriously, for, you know, our community, Nipsey was so influential and he was all about ownership and teaching financial literacy and uplifting people and showing them how to create wealth and build wealth and to create a legacy for, you know, themselves and their children. And that's something that we didn't see happen often in our generation. And this was somebody that really spoke to us in our generation. And so it was a huge loss, um, for our community. And I, I, I can't lie. I, I took Nipsey's death really hard. Like Nipsey's uh, face is still my screensaver on my phone because I use it as a reminder for me to go out and try to be great. So whenever I'm having a moment, you know, where I'm feeling low, I'm feeling discouraged, I'm feeling like, oh, can I do this? Nipsey's face is a reminder that I can. And so despite how he left the world, he left 
a huge, you know, imprint on the world. And I can say he left an imprint on me. So thank you, Nipsey. You know, your death was not in vain. You definitely influenced all of us and we miss you and your legacy will go on. And the marathon, the marathon will continue. Because it, it was so interesting is a lot of people talk about Nipsey Hussle. And do you know one thing they do not mention? It's his music. The one thing that he's it was actually good though. supposed to have been known for. Yeah. So it, it goes to show, and I say that because I'm going to be honest with you. I, I think, you know, new generation, I don't know. I can't sit here and recite a Nipsey tune. However, that does not discredit the impact that that man has had on the culture. Because uh, I say that because, like, when you hear, you know, certain rappers die, they talk about it, you know, for that day, for mm-hmm. that week. And then, you know, it kind of, you know, fades off and whatever. Nipsey still resonates with people. Like, when did he pass? Like, this early March. spring. Right. You know what I mean? And here we are almost into a new year, and it's still resonating with people. So that that goes to show you the impact that that man has had. On the culture, so definitely rest in peace to Nipsey. Um, supporting prayers to Ms. Lauren London and his children. And his children, absolutely. So those who was infected, yeah. All right, what well, you got? What's next? So my next story, I'm gonna bring it up. Let no, actually, I, as much as I love this story, this story kind of it, it pissed me off a little bit. Um, billionaire Robert E. Smith. Do you know him, Stacey? Of course, yes. you know who he. Uh, you know, is. I know who Robert. Yeah, of course, I know you know. Mr. Robert, Smith is. Uh, Mr. Smith is. Well, do you know what Mr. Smith did? I do. Back in May. Mm-hmm. Well, for those who did not, back in May of this year, uh, he was the commencement uh, speaker for the graduating class at Morehouse College. Mm-hmm. Um, just a little bit about Mr. Smith, if I can tell you. He is actually an American businessman. He is the CEO and founder of a private equity firm called Vista Equity Partners. And in 2008, 2008, mm-hmm. right, right? In 2018, actually, he was ranked by Forbes as the 163rd richest person in America. And he is now the wealthiest African-American surpassing Oprah Winfrey of a network of $4.4 billion. So this man is paid. So with that being said, he did something incredible for the graduating class of Morehouse College. He paid their student debts. So any debt, tuition, loan, anything that they had, those graduating seniors had, any college debt, he cleared it. For, let me see, 396 students. Wow. That totaled like almost $30 million. But what I say he was worth? $4.4 billion? Mm-hmm. He got it. <laughs> so the reason why I said that this story, like, again, it, the obvious reasons why it's so uplifting and it's so, like, inspiring. But it's kind of like, well, damn, can you help me with my student loan debt, Mr. Smith? I mean, how, and then you have to, you know, think about those seniors. You know, college is fickle. You can graduate early if you wanted to. You can graduate late. Can you imagine those seniors who thought they were doing something by graduating a semester earlier? <laughs> like they were supposed to graduate May 2019, but they decided to come out early because, you know, yeah, I'm coming up before. <laughs> and can you imagine those who decided to wait? Like, I ain't going to graduate this year. I'm going to take one more class because I ain't ready to graduate. Can you imagine? Like, if you just missed that graduation. 
Damn. I know. I know who's going to be speaking that next year. He, can, he should come back every year. <laughs> you should book Mr. Smith for any graduation, promotional ceremony, anything. Yes. So definitely shout out to him. And I love the fact that, you know, it's a black man that was able to give back. Because, you know, people who don't know about Morehouse College, it is a, one of the HBCUs, Historical Black Colleges, um, for men. So mm-hmm. I, I love to see that he got these young men off debt free. That's one thing that they don't have to worry he about. He did do that. Shout so out to Mr. Smith. That is one thing that I can I will never take away from him. So Yes. Good job, Mr. Smith. Helping Thanks. the young brothers out. Yes. Helping your people. Yes, absolutely. Thank you, Mr. Smith. All right. Uncle of yours. <laughs> I wish. I know that's right. I wouldn't be sitting here. So <laughs> all right, let's go on to our next story. So now this <laughs> This brother had a tough year, y'all. R. Kelly. (laughs) Now, just three days into 2019, (laughs) Lifetime aired the docuseries Surviving R. Kelly. Okay? And if you didn't see Surviving R. Kelly, it was with, allegedly, a number of women claiming that the star was dating them while they were underage and some were not underage, but they alleged accounts of abuse, um, including physical abuse, emotional abuse. Even some of them accused him of kidnapping and on. Well, during the documentary series, they were also saying that there was evidence, actual videotapes of him having sex with underage women and, this was just the beginning of the downfall of R. Kelly because shortly after that, he was arrested and indicted on 10 counts of aggravated sexual abuse in Chicago. So those charges actually date back to multiple incidents as far as 1998 and involve girls as young as 13, prosecutors revealed. In March, the star got incredibly emotional when he appeared on CBS this morning with Gail King and ranted that the women accusing him of physical and sexual abuse were lying. And that same day, the part of the interview was released. He was jailed in Chicago for failing to pay more than $160,000 in child support to his ex-wife, Andrea Kelly, which he did later make good on. Um, But it's... (laughs) If those charges went enough, in late May of 2019, this year, 11 new charges were filed against him for more alleged sex crimes. He has pleaded not guilty, and he was arrested on July 11th in Chicago for multiple federal sex crimes in two different states. And in a 13-court indictment from the U.S. Attorney's Office in the Northern District of Illinois, charges include child porn enticement of a minor and obstruction of justice. So he's currently sitting in um, jail right now. So, yeah. Nah, see, I, I got some questions about this. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I'm no advocate for R. Kelly at all, but just one question. Now, he was married to, you said, was Andrea. Andrea. Mm-hmm. How long were they married for? They were married for a Years. while. So, where were all these women? Where was she when he was with all these girls? She's claiming that she, because she was also a part of the documentary series. She's claiming that she never saw anything. She never witnessed him with any other women. She had no knowledge of any of this. She said that he kept her 
from all of that. Now, who's lying? Somebody lying. Cause this, this to, to be married, have kids, and to do—that's all. And to write all them songs that he was writing, that that brother was busy. So that's a lot of work that he was doing. So that's why it has to be at least more than one R. Kelly out here in the world. Cause that, that, I can't see somebody doing all of that. Who who has the time to do all of that? So what are you saying? Are you saying that you don't believe these charges? I'm just saying I got some more questions <laughs> because uh, the thing is, if all of this is true, then she should be charged with something too, because she was his wife. And we are one. And like I, I said, that. how she don't know nothing? You don't know nothing. You was married Maybe to this man know. and didn't know nothing? Maybe. Let me play devil's advocate here. Maybe <laughs> she didn't know that he was sleeping with underage girls. So she just thought that they was just. Maybe she just thought he was cheating. Okay. I'm just saying, like, I always question her. Like, if this is yours for your husband and y'all was married for a while, where were you at in all of this? These, this, this house he got these girls living in. Was this a separate house that you knew nothing about? That's what she's saying. She's saying See, a I'm lot saying. of this stuff happened in the studio. A lot of this stuff happened in hotel rooms. Okay. A lot of this happened at different residences. That's what I said. She knew something. As a wife, you just don't know nothing. Listen, listen. That's what I was saying. Like, I, it, it's just a whole lot, a whole lot that I just got to know. Uh, and I. Put it like this. Anyone who was victimized by R. Kelly or anybody, you know, because, mind you, this has been, 2019 has been a whole year of the sexual scandal. Let's just keep, who did not go down in the sexual scandal in 2019, okay? They took America's daddy down, okay? <laughs> Mr. Bill Cosby. What was that, 28? I don't remember. I can't even keep up. Year before. Okay, year before. Um, so, and I feel sorry for anybody who has been victimized. Like, no one has earned that no one asked for that and if you have been traumatized by you know any one of those monsters i feel for you but when it comes to this r kelly thing i just got some questions that's all just a couple of questions now you know what i will say is there were you know no no one deserves any type of um, physical none. or sexual abuse but there were a lot of women um that were featured in a documentary that were of legal age um i i will say this i do think that some of those women that were of legal age, they were fascinated by the fame, mm-hmm. the money, the uh, glam of dating Kelly. a celebrity. Right. right. It's R. Kelly. Mr. I think they got caught up in that. And unfortunately, it backfired. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. Allegedly. Because, you know, listen, let's be clear. R. Kelly has denied these allegations. <laughs> It did like the whole Aaliyah thing, and like, why y'all just let her rest, y'all? Come on, well, she's not here to defend herself, so let's quit bringing her up. You know, let baby girl rest. I know, very, very sad. It it is unfortunate. It is. So we're gonna take a break. Are we gonna keep moving? No, we can take a break, and when we come back, we'll wrap it up. So yes, we got some more. We're gonna end it here. We gave y'all a lot. We did. So we'll take a quick break and we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. We are back on Unapologetic. And in case you're just now tuning in, we're covering the biggest stories of 2019. And Rayshawn, I'm going to let you hop right back into it. So what do you have? Okay, first I want to just, you know, shout out to Janet Jackson, who was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2019. Woo-hoo! Yes, that ain't one of my stories, but honorable mention. But this is my story now. In 2019, a scandal arose over a criminal 
conspiracy to influence undergraduate admission decisions at several top American universities. The investigation into the conspiracy was nicknamed Operation Varsity Blues. The investigation and related charges were made public on March 12, 2019 by United States federal prosecutors. At least 51 people are alleged to have been a part of the conspiracy, a number of whom have paid guilt, pled, I'm sorry, guilty or agreed to plead guilty to the, to the charges. I can read y'all. 33 parents of college applicants are accused of paying more than $25 million between the years of 2011 and 2018 to a William Rick Singer. Organizer of this scheme, he used the part of the money to fraudulently inflate interest exam test scores and bribe college officials. Do you all remember this? I know you do. Mm-hmm. Because one of the people who were actually involved in the scandal was Lori Lachlan. Do you all know who Lori Lachlan is? Aunt Becky. Aunt Becky from Full and Fuller House. Oh, my God. It says that Lachlan and her husband were among the 50 individuals charged by the FBI and the U.S. Attorney's Office on March 12, 2019, in a large-scale nationwide college interest exam cheating scandal. The indictment against the couple alleged that they paid $500,000 disguised as a donation to the Key Worldwide Foundation in order that the University of Southern California's admission committee will lead to believe that their two daughters will be joining the woman, the school's woman's rowing team if admitted, whether in fact neither young woman had ever trained in the sport or had any plans to do so or not. Aunt Becky. Did you forget about Felicity Hoffman? Oh, she was another one. Yes, Felicity. Thank you, Stacey. I was getting to that. Felicity Huffman here. She wanted to make sure everybody was covered. Yes, she was another one who were involved in this. And this, what to me, it, it, it kind of was a slap in the face. Because it's kind of like, it, these are privileged women. And these are women who, y'all had the money. Mm-hmm. Y'all had the ways and the means. It Clearly, you did to get in there the right way. But y'all chose this way. So it was like a slap in the face to me. Like, I was so hurt because, you know, it's Aunt Becky, first off. Let's start there. I mean, our days are full house. Everywhere you go, there's a place. And this bitch over here is scheming. And, no, I'm calling out. I'm calling And then, like, again, this was the year that if you was a celebrity, you had to walk a fine line because you made one mistake, you lost it all. Because after this, she kind of lost all her endorsements because she was like the Hallmark lady for a while. Like all them Hallmark Christmas movies, like she was kind of like the face. And I didn't give it to DJ because uh, what's her name? Cameron. <laughs> Candace Cameron. I, I, she didn't picked up with Aunt Becky kind of then left off. So and then they got rid of her on Fuller House. So mm-hmm. she's not back for that. And then you know, I think she's still fucking Felicity. She went ahead and just said, hey, you know, it is what it is. I did it. She served her time, paid her fine. And. But I'm back and she like, hell nah, I ain't do nothing. So I ain't mad at her. What you got? All right. Well, this was a really big scandal. Khloe Kardashian and Tristan Thompson. So in late 2018, there was scandal because remember, Tristan was cheating on Khloe allegedly with photos and video. Allegedly. Okay. Now, 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 um, if it's photos and videos, is it really I, I, I know, look, alleged you know, at this point? They, 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 you know, he, he can say, you know, that was my friend. Um, but <laughs> allegedly, he was cheating on Chloe, and Chloe was pregnant. 
So he already had this cheating scandal out there. But then the tea got really hot when he was accused of cheating again, but this time with Chloe's sister's best friend, Kylie Jenner's best friend, Jordan Woods. And then, of course, he tried to dismiss it as it was fake news. So he put out a tweet like, oh, fake news. But then it turned out to kind of be true because Jordan herself <laughs> admitted to kissing him. Now, oh she says it was just a kiss. You know, it was just an innocent kiss, you know, nothing more, nothing less. But people that saw them because they were at a party together claimed that they were all over each other and that Jordan spent the night. Now, she's saying that she did spend the night, but she didn't spend the night with Tristan. But she spent the night there. Okay. So, uh, oh, oh, wait, hold on. Question? Oh, I thought somebody had a question. No, now, you see what that sounds like? That sound, like, remember when President Clinton, I'm about to show my age, when uh, they had called him out for uh, smoking weed? Mm-hmm. And what did he say? He, he smoked. He didn't inhale. That, that sound, and that, did we believe that then? That, <laughs> then that sounds stupid then? So, yeah, I spent the night, but it was, okay. <laughs> that, that, that's basically what we're going to tell. We're going to tell her the same thing we told President. Okay. <laughs> if that's what you want us to believe, we'll believe it. Get the hell out of here. So that was a really big scandal because, you know, this was Kylie Jenner's best friend. You know, Kylie, you know, kind of put her best friend on. You know, Jordan Woods was kind of, you know, like the new Kim Kardashian. Now, let me explain what I mean by that. Remember how Kim Kardashian was Paris Hilton's, like, really cool new BFF and was, like, on the scene and she kind of became the it girl from being Paris Hilton's BFF? I feel like Jordan Woods was, like, kind of on that same, you know, that same train, you know, like, okay. And then this happened and it's like, oh, Jordan, girl, you you, kind of messed up that bag a little bit. You fumbled that a little bit. Um, So then well, it was released this year that Kylie Jenner is a billionaire. She was worth a billion dollars. It's like, girl, your BFF is a billionaire. Like, you, you fumbled the bag messing around with her sister's boyfriend, who you know is not the most trustworthy dude. Why are you messing around with somebody that's cheating on his pregnant girlfriend anyway? Well, I guess all she had to do was be a black child who was going to the store with their mama. What your mama tell you every time you went to a store? Don't boy. touch nothing. There you go. That's all she had to do. And you enjoy you black you should know better you know mama done told you to go in people's house and don't you put your hands on stuff so yeah you brought that on yourself dude on yourself all right so look we only got three minutes left so what we're gonna do is we're gonna run through a few of our fave stories of 2019 before we close out what do you got okay this is a funny one area 51 was raided by three thousand people back in september Yep, I remember that Stacy. She looking at me like, "What in the hell are you talking about?" But no, it was like this big campaign for a lot of people to get together to raid. Because for those who don't know, Area Fifty One has been reported for ye- like years, way before we even were born, that allegedly they have you know alien you know skeletons and corpses, and like that's where all like UFO. You know, paraphernalia that the government is trying to say is not true. That's where that all is. And people wanted to raid it just to see, you know, what the hell was back there. So, like, it was like five arrests showed up. I don't think it it, it didn't go over as bad as it did. Yeah. So it was just a fun story. All right. Well, I'm just going (laughs) to run through really fast just some of uh, my favorites and then we're going to get out of here. So the Kevin Hart accident, um, he was involved in a really bad accident in Los Angeles in which he had a really bad back injury and he ended up having to have a back surgery for several uh, 
spiral, I'm sorry, spinal fractures. So that was a big story. He's made a uh, recovery. He seems to be doing really well. He's back to work. So that was a huge story. Uh, Kevin um, Hunter and Wendy Williams, their divorce. You know, Kevin Hunter allegedly had a baby outside of his marriage with another woman, which caused Wendy to file for divorce. I'm just saying, let's all allege. No one has confirmed. No, Wendy has said it. But okay, so that was a big deal. Nicki Minaj has gotten married. She announced on August 21st that she and her boo, Kenneth Zoo Petty, have actually tied the knot. And allegedly retired. Um, also, Real Housewives of New Jersey, Joe Judice actually finished his three-year prison term. And he was immediately sent to an immigration and customs enforcement facility um, where he's trying to fight uh, deportation. Um, the royal baby was born. <laughs> prince Harry and Duchess Meghan welcomed their baby into the world. The little prince, uh, Luke Perry, passed away this year yeah. as well. And last but not least for me, um, Jeopardy host Alex Trebek announced that he has been diagnosed with stage four pancreatic cancer. He's still fighting, still doing Jeopardy. So he's still in our My thoughts and prayers. And then th- shots and thoughts and prayers to all those who lost their lives to the mass shootings that happened in 2019. This year, we had over 380 so far, and over 400 people have lost their lives. So special prayers to those who've lost their lives or lost someone due to that. All right. Well, we are out of here. Thank yes. you for joining us on yes. our last show of 2019. And I want to thank our special listeners, Robert, Marita, and Deshaun. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. Love y'all. All right. We'll see you. Well, listen to you. Or yes. no, talk to you. Talk to All you. All that. Yeah. In 2020. Yes. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. All that good stuff. We're out of here. Peace out. And I'm